0: Episode 221 of the American Entrepreneur, David Hawkins Review. It's going to go over a few books of his that I'm reading right now. Some book summaries that I went over, a series of videos and quotes from David Hawkins. The psychology of David Hawkins, how it applies to the, the landscape of our current world. And before we start off this, I want to say that his books are the most interesting books that I've probably read yet. They're the most holistic and they're the most expansive books that I think that I've ever read in the sense that a lot of books that you read, they go into very particular subjects. Whereas I feel that uh, David Hawkins books are going to explain to you your life from start to finish and everything around you in life that correlates with your experience here on earth. And so here's how I'm going to start this out for you to make it something super complex. Uh, maybe a little bit easier for you to understand, and I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to read you this this passage, and make it interesting. But it's going to be weird. It's also going to be really weird. So I talked to one of my bu- one of my buddies about this book, and I'm going to read you the message and kind of go over what I've gained from the David Hawkins books. Here we go. And so I'm reading The Eye of the Eye right now, transcending levels of consciousness together. And then at night, I'm listening to David Hawkins' lectures and also just listening to uh, summaries of the books. So I'm listening to summaries of his other books, so like an, an hour, 30 minutes long. And so he talks about this is this is what blew my mind the most we'll We'll start here. He talks about how different types of sciences apply to different levels of awareness and consciousness and and essentially, his concept is power versus force, um, levels of what's true, levels of accurate reality, accurate being. He talks about moving from doing to being because you'll end up doing. Whatever a person who would be that type of person would do anyways. Instead of waking up in the morning and saying, I have to do something, I have to do something, I have to do something, I have to do something. Where does that come from? And what, what would you be in that morning versus what do you think you should do? So so Newtonian physics, which he talks about, is cause and effect based perception. There's a presupposition. That there is a cause and an effect, which is technically wrong, because you can't detach the observer from the observed. So, so the idea of cause and effect based reality is uh, technically technically wrong. The Buddhists also call this the the causal plane where you're thinking in cause and effect. It causes a lot of suffering. And so in Newtonian physics, the cause and effect-based viewing, there's a presupposition that there's a cause and effect, which is technically wrong, because you can't detach the observer from the observed. So the observer is choosing to filter the experiment through imposed limits of where the cause and effect begins. I'll say this again, the observer is choosing to filter the experiment through imposed limits of where the cause begins and the effect ends. And so Newtonian physics is flawed at the base reasoning of its approach. Um, he talks about how science is linear, how how we most of society knows it, and reality is nonlinear and dynamic. Science is about measuring things. Condensing them and then pretending that what's real is what we measured and anything outside of what we can measure isn't real Which is fucking stupid Reality is nonlinear and dynamic He also talks about how the linear is within the nonlinear So for any of you out there into like the Myers-Briggs tests There's several times where I'll explain to somebody this is your Myers-Briggs and this is how you function and they'll be like, that's not true. You can't condense a person down to linear things. They're totally missing the point. Linear reality falls within nonlinear reality. So science falls within reality. It isn't like there's science and then there's something else. It isn't like there's Myers-Briggs, comma, something else. Those things are connected. So what we, uh, basically the issue with modern science is what we believe is The only things that are real is what we can measure. The only thing that's real is what we can observe at our level of observation, which to the subjective experience may be true, um, but it's it's not a holistic truth. Just because you can't prove or measure something doesn't mean that it's not real. That doesn't make any sense. You can't trap information and then deduce reality to the image of that still-framed information. And so that's, it's as if saying what is real is what I can observe and nothing more. Or what's, what's real at the level that I'm observing is the only thing that is real. And that's the cause and effect based thinking of Newtonian physics, <clears throat> which says here's the beginning of the cause, here's the effect, and here's the end. You're taking reality, you're netting it, you're trapping it, you're condensing it into something. <clears throat> which which may work if you observe things at a level of accuracy. And in essence, Newtonian physics is like the old school science. And that level of consciousness we were at to create that level of science is illusory. So you'll find that science isn't just like a mathematical discovery. It's a, it's a discovery that we realize through the raising of, let's just blanket statement, let's just say our IQ. The higher the IQ of the species, the deeper our collective ability to perceive things accurately. And our accurate perception and our raising levels of accuracy in our perception continuously raises the bar for the advancement of science that we use to understand. Science is nothing more than a reflection of our ability to understand things. Which means if our ability to understand things is low, we're not going to have accurate science. And so this, again, is, is his point. Since our ability as a species to understand things is low, science and the tools that we use to understand the world are also flawed. Or at least modern science. Or at least we've moved past that level of science. And so science is just the lens and the level of which we understand reality in general as a species. So science is is a reflection of the general IQ of the planet and its collective ability to perceive shit. Newtonian physics wasn't a discovery as much as it was the realization of the level of awareness we reached on the planet. It was a reflection of our Ability to perceive, put into words. But but then something weird happened. Here's the kicker of the book. Our ability to perceive expanded. Our ability to perceive expanded. So in his view, it isn't science was discovered. It was... Our ability as a species to perceive expanded, and therefore, we found new ways to measure and package our own ability to perceive. And that turned into the different, quote, types of sciences. So if you think about it, the science already technically existed, rather we perceived it at the time or not. So what other science currently exists right now that we just can't perceive. Which leads to quantum physics, chaos theory, which gives to new ideas of like nonlinear science, meaning literally science that is non-measurable. Current science would tell us, unless you can perceive it and measure it, it isn't there. Which is basically the trap of Newtonian physics. And dislocates us. We actually don't aim at reality. We aim at our limit. ...when we think that way. So we're not aiming at reality... ...when we think that way. We're aiming at our own limit. Here's the kicker. It isn't just the science. It's our literal level of awareness as a species. And our individual abilities to perceive... ...that science. So you know when people will say like... ...transcending duality... ...and like the Buddhists call it the causal plane. Duality and causation, consciousness implies cause and effect, which also limits reality down to a set of data. Problem is, reality is not a set of data. Reality is predictable, dynamic, and nonlinear. And so our consciousness is not just the science. Our consciousness, not just the science, has to be reinterpreted to update our view so to speak to the continuously raising levels of consciousness humanity perceives that it isn't just the science right that was updated but we haven't updated to realize that we can literally prove that duality is a lower level of perception and our conscious realizations continuously let's say for lack of better words our conscious realizations raise our IQ so that we can perceive all things at new levels. Because it isn't the science that's changing. The science is, the science is an explanation of our level of awareness. It's not a, the doorway to our level of awareness. It's the explanation of our level of awareness. So the sciences are just reflections of the levels of consciousness our species are peaked at. It's our consciousness ceiling. The most modern science we have is the ceiling of consciousness for humanity. That isn't crazy to say, is it? And so we're beyond quantum physics now, but most people's levels of consciousness on the planet is below the level of even Newtonian physics. Um and this for entrepreneurs, this is how this leads into business super important. The goal of our business is to be a lighthouse and that can raise the level of where people are at so the the our business we want to be like a church, an art museum, a library, the great pyramids. the experience of our company using like how would this apply to business? The experience of our company should serve as an energy monument that raises the levels of energy of all of the animals that have a relationship with it. Most businesses, by definition, are parasites. People go in, the energy of the people are drained, the business gains energy. Think about that. Most modern businesses, if you think about nature, uh, biology, right, Think about the nature of a parasitic relationship. It's very cause and effect, very transactional. It's parasitic to go into a business that you put energy in and it drains you. You're sick. You're like, dude, I'm sick. I need to go home. They're like, are you sure you can't work four extra hours? Deplete your energy. be extremely sick and get even sicker. And at the very least, not improve your mental health so that our business can gain a a slight lift in productivity today. And so that's what I mean when I say uh, most businesses have a parasitic relationship with the people who work at those businesses. And so the last part to add here is a quote that I actually heard this morning, which kind of sums up the view Of David Hawkins books and and what they sum up today's scientists will become the mystics of the future science will eventually fold in on itself so today's scientists will become the mystics of the future eventually the the progression of science will become purely the the study of consciousness in and of itself and we'll move beyond linear thinking and to nonlinear thought. And in order to do so, we will have to let go of Newtonian physics, or th- not let go, but transcend, not to erase, but to use as a foundation for movement. We must take the Newtonian physics cause and effect based thinking, integrate it, and move beyond it. the idea that uh things are linear and there's a cause and effect is just it's a level of perception it's 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 not an accurate level of anything it's uh it's our it's our perceptual limits to think that way you can apply this to relationship issues you can pl- apply this to um businesses you you can apply this to so much that's the thing is it doesn't apply to one thing um it literally applies to everything it applies to the way you see family relationships the way you run a business the way you um the way you literally do math problems the way you um you know clean your room the way you uh play guitar the way you make music um it doesn't apply to one thing or another or that thing but not this thing because all things are perceived and therefore, if you, lay, if you raise your ability to perceive, you, you immediately change your relationship with everything that you're perceiving. And to kind of cap this off to you guys who are really big into David, David Hawkins. So power versus force. He talks about emotional. I'm going to make this very simple and um, end this for you guys soon. So it's not too much, but you can go check out the books. Essentially, everybody's at. We'll just call it emotional level. I'm I'm not going to call it a spiritual level, just so the hippies can be happy with me. We're going to call it an emotional level. When you move through these emotions, you get to a certain degree where instead of forcing the world, pushing to get everything you want, it you come from a place of power. So shame, guilt, apathy, anger, those emotions. If you do something based desire, if you do something based off of those emotions it's going to be like 30 times harder to do. If you do things based off of power, there's going to be a quantum leap in each step that you make. If you come from love, you you come from a more powerful perception. And if you perceive correctly, then you can act correctly. And if you act correctly, you're more likely to get a higher level of true and accurate outcome that you're actually aiming at to begin with. And so, seeking truth in general, seeking enlightenment in general, will bring you there because that is your intent to lead towards there, which will purify your ability to perceive anything along the path to begin with. This book is about moving from inaccurate perception to more and more accurate perception, intention, and the relationship with reality. In your surroundings at a base code level. Super interesting book, has already helped with business, has already helped with relationships, has already helped explain a lot of things in life that I could not explain before. It's also helped with sales. Instead of being tactical, cause and effect with everything, I actually come more from a place of just pure intent, and that intent, overpowers any tactic that I could possibly use and then I use the tactics as backups when I am not at full capacity of perception and and acting so super interesting book apply it to sales apply it to business apply it to everything you can understand and perceive